coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. And we are going to talk about a lot of things. And I'm going to invite some people right now. So over the next uh, couple minutes or a minute or so, make it 45 seconds. Time me, somebody. I'm just going to invite some people in uh, uh, into this uh, great. We're going to have a great talk. I'm excited because oh, uh, be, your be your clickbait titles got me wondering what's uh what is that clickbait? What did you call this? It's what, what every what? martial arts instructor doesn't want you doesn't to know. want you to know. Wow, it's like it's not it's clickbait. clickbait. It's a real it's deal. Like what doctors don't want you to know. Click here. This, this is so real. This is just a real deal. Does it? What don't they want you to know? I'll tell you what. You guys gotta stay. Stay. You gotta stay on it. Stay on this this page right here. This is a podcast, guys. So you guys can interact. I'll see it, and I'll uh, I'll. Uh, I'll respond. Okay, I don't want to do too many because uh, because um, Facebook might kick me out. Okay, so this is what this is this is what what all uh, self defense instructors don't want you to know because when I watch them, oh somebody grabs you, oh this this, oh now they're done, oh they're done now. You got them in a wrist lock. Oh, fight's over. You know, somebody grabs you over here, you grab them and you, you come on, give them a come on, twist their arm and, and that's it. Or they give you like, oh, awesome. You, you, you do a, you know, you do an eye poke. You or, know what this reminds me of? What? Rex Kwando. You know what Rex Kwando yes. is? You've seen Rex Kwando? Yeah, grab that? this arm. Yeah. Grab the other arm. Yeah. Grab it with your other hand. Yeah, it's, it's that. that. It's and, from Napoleon Dynamite, right? And then it's that, and and then his pants in living were, his color. Pants were awesome though. And in living in living color, yeah, the gym guy, the karate guy, got stabbed all the time. <laughs> but okay, or they'll show you a kick in the groin. Oh, that'll just stop it right there. Tire claw to the eyes. No, that's that that's effective too. But here's 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 my problem. Here's my problem. Teaching tire claw to the to the face. Okay. I practiced that. I've been practicing that since 1970. Probably twice a week, I probably do it for for a few minutes. So twice a week since 1970 till today. I've been doing it a long time. So to go into a, a self-defense course or a class. And teach Tiger Claw to them, and you got to say, say you got a two-hour class. It will never happen. You you'll never be able to to teach people and get them to the proficiency, or the power, or even the conditioning, to even begin to defend themselves in a real life situation. Whether it's this or this or this or this, I elbow them. I'll headbutt them. Fight's over. Headbutt him. You know how many times I hear that shit? 
This is this is the truth about self-defense training. Okay. All right, let's I'll give you an example. He, he's a doctor. Okay. So can you imagine going into a, a, a seminar? How to fix a rotator cuff? Surgically, how to fix a rotator cuff in two hours. Oh, it's better than that. The the talks we go to are shorter than that. But your problem your is doctors are your doctors are ready. You're ready. No, you're not only doctors already, your shoulder oh, surgeons already. Right. So this is a new technique for fixing. Right. Yeah, it's a little different. Audience. So that would be great. So if 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 I had a bunch of martial arts guys, black belts, and you came in and, and I and we learned we wanted to learn a new thing, you know, we wanted to learn a tire claw. I love tire claw. It's one of the most effective, one of the most effective uh, techniques in the street. Great. Give me some, you know, teach me a different way to do it or something like that. I could pick it up quicker. Now you get a people, a bunch of people into a, a self-defense seminar and some guy's telling them you'll stay safe on the street. I guarantee it. And, and they've never trained before and they're going to teach them a tiger claw and maybe a, you know, a front kick to the groin or, and something like that. Or got to be a wrist lock. Got to be a wrist lock. All right. Well, you teach these seminars that are right. designed for self-defense. Right. They're one-off seminars. Well, you yeah. just have to go to high yield. Yeah. Yeah. Like call 911 or what? <laughs> like, yeah. No. Um, distance. What you have to do is you have to teach them to think about certain things. But you can't teach them these techniques and say, okay, go out. Go out now you're free. It has to be the least, the least technical things, something that never involves uh, fine motor skills. Never. It has to be something very like, like, uh, like sticking your fingers in someone's eyes. Bing. What's about, up, Val? How about not, Aloha. How about not making yourself a target to someone? No. I don't think that's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do that as much because, okay, I'll give you an example. You got a, you got a trauma, you got a trauma surgeon working for you, right? So he's not going to, he, you're not going to call him when you have a little, a, a little tendon sore right here, right? You're going to, you're going to get him when your, your shoulder's torn and he needs trauma. So I, I don't teach to that, to that, like, uh, avoid the fight, de-escalate, you know, always, you know, be aware of your surroundings. That goes without saying, and I believe in that 100%, but what, what I teach is this, the, it's already the trauma. It's already happened. It's, it it's already there. So that's what I teach. And when you teach that kind of stuff, when you teach somebody a wrist lock, for a, a, a two-hour seminar, and it's a 95-year-old Filipino nurse, and you tell her, yeah, the guy attacks you, and he's on crack, and he starts hitting you, he's 200 pounds, get a wrist lock. No. So what's your top three, then, for someone that you got two hours with? If I had my two, two hours? Beyond, run, beyond avoidance and beyond right. don't be a target. Yeah, it's always, and this is number one. This is seriously number one. No alcohol. 
That's the avoidance part. No, no, that's <laughs> that, that's, that's it's already, already started, on. and you're yeah. already yeah. you're assumed they're not drunk. Then, so that's my first lesson to any self defense. Now, when it comes to techniques, number one, number one is an eye gouge. Is an eye gouge, and and like if you're a female, it would be playing up to him, or or you know, it's usually going to be a guy. Um, so you play up to it like you're, oh, don't hurt me. You, you got him, get him close. And for that split second, I teach a couple of different eye gouges. And that will get, will, to me, that's one thing that, that will help uh, level the playing field. Another one a lot of people don't teach is a bite. And it's the same thing. You got to be close. There has to be, I mean, that is a, that's a weapon of opportunity. Um, and so is eye gouging. They're, they're both weapons of opportunity. In other words, you have to have the opportunity. You have to play to get there. You have to be face to face and get the bite or the eye gouge. So those would probably be my two, two go-tos. And then number three, whether it's a hammer fist, a fist, or a, or a heel, blunt force trauma to the chin. And those, those would be my go-tos Three, if I had to teach anything in a, just a life or death street situation, saying you don't have a weapon, saying you don't have an escape, you know, saying you don't have a car, you're not in a car, you can't lock a door, you know, saying you don't have, you know, a brick in your hand, all that stuff. Of course, you want to, you want to people making people aware of their weapons. Another one I dislike is, um, Put the keys in between your fingers when you're going to your car. Women, they teach them that. You ever heard that? Ah, uh, yeah, I can't imagine it work. Put your keys in, in between your in in between your um in your fingers and use it for punching. They stick out. Okay. Or teaching you how to use improvised weapons, like somebody's getting you, you reach in and grab, you know, something out of your purse, maybe your lipstick and you put it in his eyes or something. I don't know. But my thing is, no, no to keys. Val, let me tell you why. No keys. You will get beaten or raped harder if you try to attack some angry, violent person with some keys. If you want a weapon and you, you walk around at night or you work somewhere and you have to walk to your car at night, you shouldn't be holding your keys in your purse. You know, you should have a real weapon. Have a real weapon. Learn how to use a knife. Use how to learn how to use and carry pepper spray, and keep your hand on it all the time, whether it's a knife or pepper spray. Because once somebody attacks you, you won't be able to get it now. If it's in your purse, you're they're gonna find that purse with your pepper spray when they come and get you in the ambulance or the or worse, you left it in your car. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Yeah. So well, this the, wasn't clickbaity at all. You gave actual three things. What was your title of this? What do self defense instructors don't want, want you to know? What don't they want you to know? They don't want you to know that what they're teaching you doesn't work. <laughs> this is this is my main thing, and this is I'm, I'm I was turning to this. I was giving you some info, but here's the bottom line: if somebody attacks you, it's going to be your strength, your power, your speed, your heart against theirs who wants to get home 
if you want to get homewares to your family or does that bad guy want to take your body, rape you, beat you or do whatever they want to do to you more than you really want to get home to your family? That's what training is about. So if you think you're going to do a couple little techniques, even an eye gouge, and then get away with that and that's it and not do any further training, you know, chances are, like, when I say chances, I mean, like, like 99.99% of the chance is you're, you're, you're going to be unsuccessful unless you train that situation. Even if you just trained three techniques, self-defense technique, but trained them all the time over and over and over. And if they're effective techniques, then that might help you. But if you're going to learn some techniques, if some guy's teaching you in a self-defense seminar and he says you're going to be safe now, then run. The most, it'll, the most that a self-defense seminar will do is give you things to think about and probably make you want to train a little more so you can become perfect. Listen to this. You spend, you spend about 15 minutes a day. No, not 15 minutes a day. I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of some else. You spend you spend about five minutes a day brushing your teeth so you don't get gingivitis. Women spend an average of forty five minutes a day on their makeup. That's something crazy. Like by the time they're like dead, they've wasted like nineteen years of their life just putting on makeup, just putting on makeup. So if you can spend all that time putting on makeup, all that time brushing your teeth so you don't get gingivitis, but you're not willing to spend any time on your personal safety, then there's something wrong with your priorities. What do you think? I think uh, it's good info. I, it's not as clickbaity as I thought. You have the excellent info. Clickbait is supposed to be uh, you get there and there's nothing. <laughs> I know. I was reading that. I, I saw this video on, on uh, Larry Bird and it was saying how he's made $25 million and he still likes to drive a regular old car and have a Budweiser and he lives a simple life. And then there was a video there, but it just showed him playing basketball. I wanted to, I wanted to hear him talking articulate. I don't think I've ever heard that guy talk. But anyway, so... Um, that's, I mean, that's, to me, that's an important, that's an important skill. I think that's an important skill because, okay, here's one. Here's one you're going to love. This is crazy talk, okay? The average American watches four hours a day of TV, four hours a day of TV, the average, the average American. Now, I did, I did it before and I forget, I forget it, but it's something fucking crazy, like 30 years of their life. Pat, wait a minute. How many hours a day of TV do you watch? Um, <laughs> like, I, I watch like uh, two and a half. Two, yeah. two and a half. Two and a half, but, but I'm 62. I'm, I'm like on my, on my tail end. And I train, and I, I train an average of an hour, five days a week. So I, I will say, not say why, but I, I was forced to watch TV for a prolonged period. I was mad after about two hours. I couldn't watch TV more than two hours. Depends on the sound. I can. <laughs> like this, hey, I'll tell you what was a great series was uh, uh, Cobra Kai season four. Did you finish it? Yes, I did. I saw it on in my house, but I've not seen it. It was good. And so was uh, Yellowstone. 
we're done with that. And then we're done with, uh, oh, I think we're done with 1883. Are you caught up? Is there eight? Is there three or four? There's like four episodes. Okay, so we got to watch the last one. Yeah, we're not caught up. I like I like those. But I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in retirement mode already. <laughs> and I still train. My, I still train five hours a week. So um, if you're watching four hours a day of TV, but you won't even train you know what's worse? Twenty TV? minutes. What the screen time? The uh, screen time is a whole new number. How many hours per day? Your uh, phone tells, tells you, you to shame you. It yeah. tells you to shame you. Well, I, I will say, someone in my life's excuses. Well, that's just from listening to the radio. Like, no, it says screen time. I don't think. I don't think when you're listening to music, it counts. But that's just me. Oh my god. That's all. It's just. I am not. I am not any better, man. I'm telling you. We're doing. I'm doing screen time right now. While I'm talking about, we're talking about the hazards of this screen time. Count. I'm sorry. This we're screen count. timing on this. Oh my god. We're we are we are what you call hypocrite. But anyway, so that's my point. My point is is a lot of the time it's just going to matter who wants it more. Do you want to live more and get home to your family, or are you going to give in and and uh, and just let him have whatever he wants. He might, a lot of times it might be to take you out. I've talked to a lot of hardened, hardcore, violent offenders. I used to work in the prison. And I was, I was doing self-defense seminars all the time then. So I would ask them like questions, like they'd be my like uh, go-to. And one of, the, one of them was a really eye-opener to me. Because I always hear, yeah, well, you always tell the woman, if they're going to rape her, just lay down and just don't fight it, okay? Just like they're saying now, if they're going to fucking arm rob you, just let them have everything. And then they won't get arrested when they get caught anyway. But they're saying, oh, hey, don't, don't fight. Don't fight for your stuff. Don't fight for your, your, your life. Don't fight for your possessions. You know, you, you spent your whole life op you know, opening a store so you can have your own business and it's everything, but don't fight to keep it. I'd rather die fighting for, for my life than just, just let somebody have it and, and, and be done with it. But, but so they say that. So I ask guys, okay, so if somebody attacks you, just cover up and, and don't fight back. So I've asked guys that. And, and the answer I got more than any other answer was, that yeah, you should fight back for your life, because a lot of times these are three time, three three time, three strike uh, offenders. So they think if they leave a witness, they're going back for the rest of your life. So they'd rather kill you than leave a witness. So you think, oh, I'll just, you know, I don't want to fight or anything. So I'll just give them my my whatever, whether it's a rape or a robbery. I'll just give it to them because I don't want to fight back. Chances are they're going to kill you anyway. So, and, and you know, I'm not judging, but I'm judging. I want to fight for my stuff. I want to, I, I, I'm not going to give up my stuff. You know, if it was a certain situation where you could just give somebody something and you know you're safe, I might do that. You know, especially if I have my family around. But if somebody comes up to me and tries to take stuff from me, and it's, it's going to get physical. Boom. Thing. Speaking of which, you gotta time, go. time to train. All right, guys. So that's all. That's all we're talking about. 
So keep this going. This we got to get this podcast out there more. Comment. I will respond to all your comments, and um, and that's it. Let me let me know what you guys think. Share this and um, and Court McGee's fight next week. What we'll fight McGee. to talk about? Court McGee is fighting Saturday. All right, I gotta run. All right, I'll see you guys. Thanks for coming. Stay safe out there. Don't let anyone take your lunch money. <laughs>